Welcome to Wisdom Plug Podcast with your host, Yemi Davids. The wiser you are, the better you live. John 15 verse 16 is uh, part of our driving focus for the year. It's clear that many of the breakthroughs turnarounds that individuals are looking for are tied to their being fruitful as believers. We're going to look at different versions so we can understand the link between soul winning, touching other people, transforming lives, and answered prayers. He said, you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed. That means we are, it's an appointment. One version says, I've given you this work appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that that your fruit should remain that whatever you ask the father in my name he may give it to you i hear the holy spirit saying you have made a list of things you want god to do then you two should also be determined to win souls this year it's list for list list for list and then we'll see what god will do in our lives one version says, as fruit bearers, whatever you ask God, it will answer you. So for the very first time, we are seeing the majestic link between soul winning and answered prayers. Soul winning being a major catalyst for answered prayers. And I think I, I, I understand that because at the heart of Jesus is coming and going, it's our souls. If I ask you, sir, why did Jesus come to the earth? Is it for the poor? It's for, it's to save mankind. That is why, that's the Jesus Christ we carry on our head, our savior. Because there are, there, are, there are rich people that are unsaved and there are poor people unsaved. So the priority is the unsaved or the backsliding. So you put yourself in, in that shoes where this is what I died for. This is what I shed my blood for. It's, my, it's the reason I came. If that is not a priority to you, we can't do business on a, on a higher scale. But that's the truth. He died for you. He died for everybody on the street. He wants to reach out to them. And he doesn't want his death to be in vain. So anyone that are, allows this appointment to stay, then he will pay them wages. If you look at the book of John chapter 4, we studied that another time. He said, anyone that repent, he pays them wages. So I began to see that part of the payments he, give to, he gives to us is answered prayers and many more things. You will see how people will have dramatic testimonies this year. Because when you do what you've never done before, then you too you will have what you've never had before. Can we have any other version, NIV or ERV or maybe amplified version, you know, that is an appointment, is an assignment. You cannot abandon his work and yet be asking him to give you things. A mother tells the child, help me clean up these plates and do these things. And the child said, okay. And the mother goes out and then comes back and you have not done anything. And you're now asking mommy, buy a bicycle for me. I'm not sure the response will be very buoyant. You did not choose me. I chose you and I gave you this work. Somebody say work. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an assignment. To go and produce fruit and fruit that will last. Then, then, 
If you don't do that, this one will not happen. Then the Father will give you anything you ask for in my name. Any other version, uh, Amplified or NIV. So we, I want us to internalize John 15, 16 and see it as a fantastic deal. That, oh, that means anything can happen for me this year as long as me too, I'm committed to soul winning. I'm committed to, uh, uh, to touching lives. You have not uh, chosen me, but I've chosen you and I've, and I've appointed you uh, that you might go and bear fruit and keep on bearing and that your fruit may be lasting, that it may remain and abide. So that, I mean, it's clear. So that whatever you ask the Father in my name as presenting all that I am, he may give it to you. So we are committed to his task first. And, you know, God loves a cheerful giver. You are, we are going to go about the outreaches, touching lives with so much joy, so much excitement. At the, at the bottom of it is what we've started. At the base of it is the spiritual investment of praying. One, a, a, a young, uh, an architect, young, he's not even married, was with me in the office today, member of the church. And he said, when we are um, making commitments at the crossover night of a millionaire for enthronement seed for, for some things in church, he said, he wasn't so sure how the money would come, but he just felt a note that should step out. And then he said, he came out and prayed. And I was already worried that this uh, January is almost going. I wanted to redeem his pledge before the end of the month. And then somebody in government that is not even a Christian called him that there's this project that is interested. I said, yes. He said, go and meet this person on the island. And then plus minus a Lebanese man, they want to build this and build that. Can you do the design for us and everything? And then he gave them the figures. His own mind was, okay, with all these processes, money will come out maybe at least early February or something. And he was shocked. The man said, okay, uh, what's your advance payment? Okay, can we just do this? And he wrote the amount. And he said, okay, okay, okay. And the guy just signed the thing. He took it to their finance department. And said he was shocked that by the next morning or so, the money has been paid. He came to the office today to drop his pledge. He, he, he did it in foreign currency, and I prayed with him. But he said, Pastor, that's not the only testimony. There's a neighbor of mine that I've been asking to come to church for a while. She was posting, posting. But something happened some couple of weeks ago. She just, in fact, he just saw her after the first service. <laughs> On Sunday, said, what are you doing here? And then she's been in church. That she's not the one even always knocking at the door. Are you not going to church today? And then she came and showed that the platforms, someone had just joined the church a few weeks ago, platforms. And then someone is going to the office in the morning, when he's passing her place, you will hear the online prayers, our early morning prayers, the um, um, NYPG prayers, hearing it loud. She's part of it. For me, that's even a higher testimony. So that means soul winning is a possibility. Touching lives, your neighbors. Obviously, she has enter the system even beyond what he was trying to do. Many people are like that all over our city that is until they taste it, they will now realize that I've been missing something in my life. Over the years in this great church, one of the major testimonies people share is, I wish I had joined earlier. I wish I had this man of God earlier. My life would have been far, far better. So we don't want people to miss too much. Drag them in with the net of the gospel. Let them be established. Can you imagine? Just join church and then already, if she was, she was asking him, I think last week, that how can she join the workforce? She's a lawyer. Not that she's, not, she's a lawyer. So, okay, we have legal services. Can you join the legal services? That, that, that is great. 
That is great. I pray that you'll be fruit bearing in Jesus' name. Isaiah 62 verse 6. We all must be determined to be fruit bearers this year. Regardless of how long you have been in the church. Fruit bearing is fruit bearing. You will not be barren in Jesus' name. So we're praying persistent prayers. I'm thankfully today. This is the 17th or 16th. I've even lost count now. So tomorrow is the 18th. Because some people are counting it specifically. Amen. Tomorrow is 18. Next tomorrow is. Which day is that? Friday is 19th. Okay. I just wanted to know. Saturday is what? Sunday is what? Sunday is what? Now, somebody was asking me, when do we break the fast on, the, on that Sunday? Because we have a communion service. So many people are very happy. So I'm going to change it. We'll do communion at the covenant night and an anointing on Sunday morning. It's the same God. That's not problem. Some people now, when they eat that in the first service, it is, it is done. So get ready, that might be the announcement. We just, you know, the anointing will be released on Sunday morning. It's easy to take communion. In fact, last supper they called it in scriptures. It was taken in the evening. <laughs> it's okay. Sunday is just here. And then you would say that by Monday so you, to eat, you'll be afraid. Your body will be so used to it. There are people who say, I'm afraid again. It's already ready. <laughs> They're already asking me, when are we going to finish this thing? I have said what men on your walls, O Jerusalem, they shall never hold their peace day or night. That's prayers. Okay? You who make mention of the Lord, do not keep silent. Verse 7. And give him no rest till he establishes until he makes global impact ministries, till he makes Deepo Dinio, till he makes Bimbo Davis, till he makes Titi Lyo, Titi Lola, till he makes Basharun, till he makes you a testimony on the earth. One of the ways we become global testimonies is by persistent prayers. You pray yourselves into it. He said, give him no rest. Cry day and night until he makes that thing a living testimony. Businesses, careers. Next verse, verse 8. The Lord has sworn by his right hand and by the arm of his strength, surely I will no longer give your grain as food to your enemies. Say amen. amen. And the sons of the foreigners shall not drink your new wine for which you have labored. Verse 9. But those who have gathered it shall what? Shall eat it. You will eat the fruit of your labors this year. Okay, and praise the Lord. And those who have brought it together shall drink it in my court. That means our labors this year will not be wasted in Jesus' name. As we go about our businesses, our careers, uh, as, we, as we labor, you will, you will experience divine promotion on it. Divine rewards on it. Somebody else will not steal the fruit of your labor in Jesus' name. But if you notice, that thing came after they didn't give him rest. Like we have done today. We prayed in the morning. Lord, we want to do exploits this year in our businesses. Give us power to do exploits. Anything standing against our businesses, we, we stood against it. And um, yesterday, I couldn't get over it, you know, um, about wisdom. One destiny factor we cannot do without is the wisdom of God. Genesis 41 verse 33 
especially when we think about business and career. Foolishness won't take you far, but wisdom will make a difference. Genesis 41, 33, the story of Joseph. It was God's wisdom and discretion or discernment that made a difference in his life. And the secrets of men are in their stories. When you investigate their stories, you know the virtues of their lives and you know what to pick from it. Now, therefore, this is Joseph speaking. And I see you two talking like that in board meetings, in, in presentations, talking to clients, dealing with issues. Now, therefore, let Pharaoh select a discerning and wise man and a wise man and set him over the land of Egypt. <laughs> Verse 34. Let Pharaoh do this and let him appoint officers over the land to collect one-fifth of the produce of the land of Egypt in the seven plentiful years. 35. And let them gather all the food of those good years that are coming and store up grain under the authority of Pharaoh and let them keep food in the cities. Verse 36. Then that food shall be as a reserve for the land for the seven years of famine which shall be in the land of Egypt that the land may not perish during the famine. 37. So the advice or the counsel was, was good in the eyes of Pharaoh. So the advice was good in the eyes of Pharaoh and the eyes of all his servants. And Pharaoh said to his servants, can we find such a one? That is, God's wisdom will cause you to stand out. You know, we pray about this thing, but I think the major prayer point should be, Lord, give me wisdom. He said, can we find such a one as this, a man in whom the, is the Spirit of God? And I love this because it's capital S. That is, it's the Holy Spirit at work. And for everyone under the sound of my voice, the Holy Ghost is not just about praying in the Spirit. The Holy Ghost is able to empower you on your job, designs, solutions, creativity that will stand you out of the crowd. Verse 39. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, inasmuch as God has what? shown you all this, there is no one as discerning and wise as you. This will be your testimony this year. Say it to yourself. Say it to yourself. This will be my testimony. If you are watching online, say it to yourself. This will be my story this year. They will say, wow, your, your idea is just the perfect one. There is no one as discerning and wise as you. Verse 40. You shall be over my house. The king is speaking. And all my people shall be ruled. That's enthronement. According to your word. Only in regard to the throne will I be greater than you. He's making Joseph the prime minister. Verse 41. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, See, I love this. See, I have set you over all the land of Egypt. All, the la all, all over. Take over the entire place. Verse 42. Then Pharaoh took his signet ring off his hand and put it upon Joseph's hand and he clothed him in garments of fine linen and, and put a gold chain around his neck. This is decoration. This is enthronement. This is royalty. This is reigning. Verse 43. And he had, and he had him ride in the second chariot which he had and he cried. This is <laughs> official what? Official vehicles and siren. Not the one we have in Nigeria where somebody's blowing but the person blowing doesn't have anything in his head in the car. In that sense. But People that are really providing solutions. He's a foreigner. He's a stranger. But see the wisdom of God at work in his life. Job 28 verse 7. Job 
Job 28.7. Hallelujah. So I'm going to pray for God's wisdom again. You will not take foolish steps this year. My pastor shared the story of a man, a great man of God, a senior man of God to him. He was having a chat with him and he said, in 1985, I took a step and everything about my life went down. And he said, he was about to write a book on divine direction. So he was shocked when the man said, and he asked the man, can I use your story in the book? He said, yes, but just to mention my name. That one step can bring down everything. But I like us to be very optimistic and positive. One right step can be what? Like that. But the difference is discernment and what? Wisdom. Three ideas can come your way. Out of the three, one can be the one that will make the difference. You are a lady trusting God for marriage. Two or three guys can show up. But you are not married three men. But there is one among them that will fertilize your destiny. Or there is a decision you have to make about, about something. It is wisdom that makes all the difference. And this thing, you know what Pharaoh said? He said, there is no one as, as good as you that God has shown. So it's not academic. I, I don't, you understand? God revealed the thing to Joseph. So this wisdom we're talking about, thank God for studies. But thank God for divine intuition. The springing up of, of the right step to take from your spirit. So God has shown you. He didn't say uh, you have studied this in school and this theory you have brought. No, as far as God has shown you these answers. And now said, there's no one as discerning and wise. So a major part of wisdom is revelation. It's God revealing things to you, showing you things by instinct. That start this new business line, close this business line, form a partnership with this person. It's by instinct. So by the time they ask you, how did you succeed? You can't really say it was school. It was the Holy Spirit. Ken Hagen talked about a businessman that had 0% losses in business deals. And at his old age, they asked him, how did you do it? I read it. He said when he goes for meetings, they will present everything. He never gives them his answer until after three days. He said, there's a prayer closet in my house. When I go there, I carry everything there. He said, he will pray in tongues, pray in tongues, talk to God about it, that whatever the Holy Ghost instincts in him, in that place, is the answer he will give. And if he says no, he said he's not going to do it. He said that was how he was able to avert losses over those decades. We have the advantage in the Holy Spirit. It was that advantage that, that Daniel and Joseph used over all those other magicians. They were operating for, from the highest realm. God is the only wise God. Now, this portion of scriptures will also help you see the virtues of wisdom. It says, that path no bird knows, nor has the falcon eye seen it. Verse 8. The proud lions have not trodden it, nor has the fierce lion passed by it. Verse 9. He puts his hand on the fleet flint. Now look at this line. He overturns what? The mountains at the roots. Even when you go through a problem, it's a mountain, this thing is big. Wisdom has the capacity to uproot it. Overturning the mountain from the very root. 
What should destroy your life? What should destroy your business? Wisdom will overturn it. That no. Hallelujah. Verse 10. He cuts out channels in the rocks. You know what that means? They say economy is hard. Everything is hard. Wisdom will still find a business way. Oh, it's rocky, but there's a way. He says, and his eyes sees what? Wisdom helps you to locate opportunities. He's surviving. He just started doing that thing. And the money started coming in. It's the wisdom of God. He sees every precious thing. Verse 11. The dams, uh, he dams up the streams from trickling. <laughs> with, with what is hidden, he brings forth to light. Now, can we have this in KJV? He says, he binds the floods from overflowing. You also agree that when people have problems at times, in a bit to resolve the problem, they create more problems. And sometimes they do it innocently. There's a little problem. The person now takes a wrong step, either by the words the person says, or a step the person takes, and the little problem becomes a gigantic one. Now, wisdom is able to curtail the effect of a flood. It says, it binded the floods from overflowing. And that thing that is hidden, wisdom brings it forth to light. Why, why are we saying it's wisdom? Verse 12. But where shall wisdom be found? And where's the place of understanding? Come go to verse 20. So when we even make mistakes, it is this virtue of wisdom that makes the difference. You'll be loaded with it this year. You will not need to tell people, they'll be saying it in your place of work, you're a very wise woman. Your husband will say, ah, you're a very wise wife. Your wife will say, ah, my husband is so wise. Whence then cometh wisdom? And where's the place of understanding? That's verse 20 now, verse 21. Seeing it is hid from the eyes of all living and kept close from the fowls of the air, verse 22, destruction and death. <laughs> say, we have heard the fame thereof with our ears. Do you know what that means? Destruction, we've heard about this thing that when we want to destroy, they stop us from destroying. When there should be death, they overturn it to life. We have heard the fame, verse 23. God understandeth the way thereof, and he knoweth the place thereof. Verse 24. For he looketh to the ends of the earth, and seeth under the whole heaven. 25. To make the wait for the winds, and he waited where the waters by measure. 26. When he made a decree for the rain, and he wait for the lightning of the thunder. Verse 27. Then did he see it and declared, declared. He prepared it, yea, he searched it out. 28. And unto man he said, Behold, the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom. And to depart from, I never knew I was going to get there when I was studying many years ago. I was expecting that the wisdom is going to start from uh, studying. A man is not old until he stops learning. When you stop learning, you start dying. Learning is the key to greatness. Join us every Sunday at Global Impact Church at The Goodland, Ifako Bus Stop, Oworonshoki, Ogbudu Expressway, Lagos, Nigeria. Host, Yemi and Bimbo Davids. For inquiries, visit www.globalimpactng.org. Global Impact Church. Think greatness. Achieve greatness.